Welcome to the Quiet Rebel Bureau podcast. I'm Lynn Thurman. And I'm Paul Thurman. And today we have Sarah Robinson on the call with us today, who is a writer and a yoga teacher and an all-round fabulous person. Welcome, Sarah. Hi, guys. Lovely. <laughs> Good morning, Sarah. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's kick off by talking about yoga, because I know that that's a big part of your life. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've been doing yoga since I was very small. I was seven when I first went to my first class. My mum took me to the local village hall in, in Portsmouth, uh, where I grew up. Um, and I'd been doing it for years. And then suddenly, maybe eight years ago, I thought, gosh, maybe I should be doing something more with this. Um, so I took my teacher training. Um, and I've been teaching yoga ever since. And it's, uh, it's lovely. It's lovely to share something that you love with, with other people. Yeah, it really is. What was that spark when you, you you know, seven's really young to be doing it. I mean, I think it's amazing. But what what did you enjoy about it that made you carry on doing it right up until adulthood? There's there's a story I tell people that um, when I first did yoga in that first class when I was seven, basically the only bit I remember is the bit at the end where they wrap you in a blanket and you lie down on the ground (laughs) and you have a little nap. And I thought, oh my gosh, yoga's amazing. I love this. Um, <laughs> I still do it in the classes that I teach today, you know, make sure everyone's getting wrapped up in a blanket at the end. And we just have that lovely, beautiful meditation shavasana that's like, it's just like coming home to yourself and just relaxing, <laughs> having this lovely safe space to do that. So it's kind of like, yeah, I'm still teaching that same way as when I first learned it when I was seven, I think, that I just <laughs> want to get everyone wrapped in blankets, basically, and relax. It's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really good. What style of yoga do you teach? Um, so I trained in Hatha, which is sort of the kind of the foundation of, of most yoga practices now. Um, but to be honest, more than anything now, I teach yin yoga, which is the really slow kind of... Um, kind of static kind of yoga you like really relax into each pose and kind of deep stretching and I think uh, my, my theory is that the world is getting more and more yang you know we're getting more busy more crazy and that everyone just wants to kind of chill out and be still and be slow so yin yoga is certainly where I've been teaching kind of most most classes at the moment so um with the with that style of yoga as is it becoming more and more popular because the world is crazy busy it's a stupid pace what does that actually benefit people what are the benefits of it i think it's as you said the world is kind of moving at a really fast pace and i think people are finding it harder and harder to slow down and to switch off like even in the classes i teach i see you know people kind of they start fidgeting and stuff when we start to be still and gosh people check their phones a lot and no <laughs> and it's just like i just i send them a lot of love because it's it's almost impossible now to just spend an hour not looking at your phone so even that is a crazy you know it's good for that <laughs> but um yeah i think it, it's harder and harder for people to focus so i think practicing you know for an hour of right let's just let everything go let's focus on the breath let's focus on the body and just leave everything else at the door i think that's you know it's it's challenging for a lot of people and i think it's good to practice that because yeah it's just it's harder and harder to do that i think in today's sort of crazy noisy sort of world absolutely i can't believe that people check their phones in a yoga <laughs> session I think people just they do it without even 
that's part of the whole kind of let's bring our focus and actually think about what we're doing, you know, consciously relaxing, consciously putting our phones down and that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, I suppose you're right that a lot of it's just on autopilot that we expect to be kind of like on call with our phones 24-7. So yeah. Yeah. why should your yoga session be any different? <laughs> <laughs> that's just crazy <laughs> yeah i can picture that because it's like um you know when people do yoga at home they sit and watch their tv as they're doing it and such and so it's just always plugged in um yeah, we're kind of used to it aren't we we don't even people don't even notice it as something that maybe they shouldn't be doing um because you just yeah we're just used to it now aren't we it's uh, it's hard to to come away from that um practice of just having having stuff on all the time you know noise sound distractions and other than um, getting yourself out of, out of the situations and, and being able to practice like that, um, what are their main benefits as yoga had for you during your journey? Oh, gosh, that's a good one. Um, so there's just the, the physical benefits of sort of improved balance and strength and flexibility are really nice. You know, it's a really nice part of yoga, but actually they're almost like happy side effects because really what all we're willing to do in yoga really is just um, connect body and mind together and find, find calm and peace, which is, seems like a really simple thing, but it's, it's not that easy. And it's, it's harder than it's ever been to do that. So as a, as a child, I was quite kind of anxious. I've always been quite a kind of airy personality, you know, ideas jumping around all the time, easily distracted. So the idea of sort of coming to ground was always quite a good one for me just to kind of relax a little bit. Um, and yeah, and I think that's that's still true today. Actually, I always need a bit of time just to come back to the earth and just oh, breathe. You know, oh. <laughs> you still need that being wrapped up in the blanket feeling. <laughs> Absolutely, I do. Yeah, love it. <laughs> I love that idea as well. I remember uh, when I first went to yoga lessons years ago that the relaxation at the end, oh, it just felt like bliss. Just to have. I don't know, 30 minutes, it's kind of like a time where you normally wouldn't relax. It just felt so good. And I wish that, um, I wish that it was incorporated more in everyday life, particularly in like for kids in their school life. And, you know, just to take that time, that pause. Absolutely. Taking a pause, you know, it's, again going back to the sort of the busyness of the world I think we kind of think of this idea of kind of stopping and pausing and taking a little time as almost like you know people think of that as wasted time like oh no you know we don't have time to just you know sit and pause but actually the benefits of taking that time to relax can just help you know calm body and mind it can help us work more efficiently you know when we're kind of stressed out we just we don't do our best work you know taking the time to calm is really hugely beneficial for just like the whole day and our performance and everything so yay to relaxation yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there should be more of it <laughs> and sometimes Absolutely. i think yeah sometimes i think the the problem is is that we're so used to moving so fast and we just can't seem to to figure out our time uh what would your suggestions be to just get that bulk of time in to set our minds so that we can uh, take a time during the day to just relax yeah i mean certainly if, if you're 
someone like me who loves loves a list loves to like you know compartmentalize your day you know just scheduling in some time to, to basically do nothing like just if it's like 10 minutes at the beginning of the day just to sit and maybe sort of look out the window or just focus on your breath i think scheduling it in can be quite useful um and certainly for a lot of people it can be hard to relax at home so scheduling in time at your local yoga studio to either do some bit of practice or to meditate um and just setting the uh, setting aside that time each day even if it's just five or ten minutes or a class every few days just to to let it become uh, a habit and just a, a regular practice for you i think is, is a useful useful place to start Excellent. you mentioned um going to your yoga studio to either practice or to meditate. Do you think more people are using yoga studios these days as almost like a temple that is a place to connect spiritually as well as um, physically? Great question. Um, Yeah, I think so. Um, Again, we're back to that idea of the world being busy and noisy and often our homes are kind of busy and noisy. Mm. Um, either with, with loved ones and pets and things or you'll be at home and I've, I've done this. I've sat at home thinking like I'm going to meditate and then two minutes later I think oh, I'm going to put the washing on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> where there's dirty plates and suddenly it's, it's all those things, you know, that mental chatter that just kind of pops into their head. So coming to a yoga studio is a great way to kind of just pull yourself out of some of that kind of just busyness of day-to-day life. Um, and also there's just, there's new yoga studios popping up all the time. Um, you know, people are getting more and more kind of just familiar that studios are kind of a welcoming place for everybody. Um, you know, it's friendly people, there's beautiful studios and they can just turn up and it doesn't matter if you've never done yoga before or you don't understand what meditation is. There are new classes, there's, you know, plenty of kind of beginner classes and, you know, as people are learning, they're kind of understanding more and more that, um, yeah, that yoga is for everybody, meditation is for everybody and that it doesn't matter you know where you're coming from or what your practice is like you can come and, and find a welcoming a welcoming space in your local yoga studio do you is the more spiritual aspect of yoga or the space that it creates with inside oneself to connect with spirit more more popular or, or more important to people these days <laughs> I think spirituality is a really interesting word because it means very different things to very different people kind of mm. you know everyone kind of has a slightly different idea of what spirituality is and certainly you know for some people you know their spiritual practice is sort of connecting to to their spirit or soul within and for others it's more about connecting to sort of spirit as a whole as part of you know the natural world and universe um but because it's it's such an internal thing isn't it it's it's hard to it's hard to know sometimes to be honest um you know people come in and they yeah. like they're peaceful and they're having a nice time um but i suppose it's personal to everybody um i do think people are seeking connection of some kind and mm. i think a lot of people come to yoga because they're looking either for a reconnection with their self or with the kind of rhythm of the world or sort of kind of finding that harmony in a busy day um it was always going to be part of yoga 
Um, and I think, I'm not sure what I think. (laughs) 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 And it's wonderful if people do find that spiritual element to it, but I understand also that, um, some people kind of, it takes people a while sometimes, you know, they might come to it from a physical viewpoint if they're coming, you know, to a kind of gym class. Um, but most people will find, like most people leaving yoga class feeling calmer and more connected. And they might call that spirituality or connection with spirit, or they might just call it, you know, chilling out or relaxing. <laughs> so it's all good as long as people are finding that, that kind of connection in their own way, I guess. Absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, for the number of people that come into yoga, how many do you see that um, from from what you from your experience? Um, how many actually stick with them? Do you think there's like a huge turnaround, or do people tend to stick with it once they get into it? I do find, for the most part, um, which is lovely, most people do come back, which is great, and um, often, which I absolutely love, people bring their like their mums and their husbands Aww. and their kind of family members and that's like that is the best like compliment I could possibly get for a yoga class <laughs> someone brings their mum along I'm like wow I must be yeah this is good this is good news um so it's lovely that people return but then also bring bring their loved ones I think that's such a nice thing and lovely to kind of practice practice with people you love I think that's really nice um <laughs> yeah because I think you know there's a yoga class out there for everybody. There's a style for everyone. And it, you know, might take a little bit of kind of finding the right one for you. But I think because everyone can benefit from yoga, I think most people, once they find the class that works for them, they always enjoy coming. And whether that's, you know, weekly or even if they can just wake it once a month when, you know, people find that practice and that regularity, it really, you know, can really bring benefit to to their lives and their world. So yeah, people do return, and I think that's that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> As, apart from yoga, you're also a writer. How did you find writing? Um, so, let's see. Again, it's sort of something I've dabbled with since I was very small. Um, not, not particularly well. <laughs> I've written some rubbish in my time. Um, but... Um, I think the real spark for me was um, a couple of years ago, I went to a friend of mine was going to a Hay House writers workshop in Bristol. Um, and she invited me along and I couldn't, couldn't afford to go, but they had a, like a volunteer scheme where you sort of guided people in, check tickets and stuff. And then you could go to the, to the talk for free. And that was like mm-hmm. a weekend workshop thing. So I just thought, Oh, this will be fun. I'll go with my friend. It'll be something different. Um, but it, oh, it was just fantastic. We spent a weekend with some really inspirational Hay House writers, um, Julia Cameron and other people whose names I now forget. Um, <laughs> it was just, it was so interesting and inspirational and just, and we were just full of a room of people who were all just really interested in sharing their stories. And the people that work at Hay House were just really encouraging and sort of suddenly it just felt like writing was actually, oh gosh, this is something that people can do. This is, this is possible you know like it's not just that kind of wild dream that that we have it's uh it could happen oh my gosh so so that was like the start of it and I kind of laid out a plan of how I would you know submit some articles to print in magazines um I'd write for my own blog 
um, various kind of online journals. And then, and then at just exactly the right time, Monday morning soul missives came along and I saw that you <laughs> put out the call in to be a part of that. And I was like, well, this is perfect. This is a, a lovely kind of way to further my journey into being a published author. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> So now you you've become a published author. What's next? What's your? Where are you going to go? You're going to write your own book rather than just a part of an anthology. I am. That is that is the next step. Um, and I'm I'm working on something right now, which I'm very excited about. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm at the moment I'm writing. Um, I'm, I'm calling it yoga for witches, Lynn, which I, I think you'll love. Um, I do. And it's like, hard to, <laughs> um, it's like hard to combine this idea of like finding out of magic and that there are so many different ways to find it. And it might be via witchcraft. It might be via yoga. It might be via, you know, Tai Chi or gardening or dancing or, you know, just, you know, we can find our own magic, which I think is lovely. Um, so I'm working on that at the moment. Um, so it's all very exciting. Um, I think it's going to be out in 2020. Um, I actually, I emailed the publisher this morning because I said, am I, am I allowed to talk about this yet? Or <laughs> I don't know. So I won't tell you who the publisher is yet, but I'm very excited. They're a nice, lovely, indie, woman-focused publisher. And I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, but I just realised that I have a real tendency to get overexcited and blab all about things possibly that I'm not supposed to be blabbing about. So I will just sort of zip, zip now and just try and calm down a bit <laughs> <laughs> so you just gave us enough teaser so yoga for witches out next year yes um and i do have um there's a yoga for witches like instagram that i've, I've put which is like yoga underscore for underscore witches um and also i've got a little page on my website which is um is it okay if I say my website? Of All course right. it is. Please don't. <laughs> uh, so it's yoga.com and then it's forward slash yoga for witches where I've just started to sort of put up some interesting resources like what sort of poses you might do for a certain season that, you know, poses you can bring into ritual and things. So I've just kind of started to lay out the breadcrumbs of sort of, um, of that. So, yay. <laughs> um, it all just feels very exciting at the moment, which is probably why I'm just so massively enthusiastic to, to you guys. It's like, oh my God, everything's so exciting. Yay. I am definitely going to check out your Instagram page. That sounds really good. I love the idea of mixing witchcraft with yoga. Yeah, and it also means as things start to come out, you've got to come back and give us even a more full talk about the whole book when you're able to. Because it's really exciting. I'm do that um yeah yeah um is there what other things are you up to obviously having a book out next year is like a massive thing (laughs) what else is in the pipeline um so i love uh, running yoga retreats um and going various places um so um I'm really excited actually um, because I usually go with a friend and we run a yoga retreat in Sri Lanka and they have just lifted the travel ban to Sri Lanka, which is great because it's a wonderful place and it all felt a bit, you know, disappointing if we we couldn't go and kind of just, um, you know, go and experience that lovely place. So um, now the travel ban has been lifted. I'm organizing um, next yoga retreat in Sri Lanka, which actually will be early 2020 as well. So early 
2020 is going to be a really interesting few months. I'm <laughs> just like, wow. <laughs> um, so yoga retreats are always wonderful because kind of experience a beautiful culture and do some lovely yoga, eat some lovely food. So that's great. <laughs> um, and then just, yeah, just day-to-day yoga classes as well, which I really enjoy as well because I get to see the same faces and we sort of, you know, we're working and growing together with our yoga practice. So yeah, just teaching yoga, writing books, you know, just, just everyday things. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any, I, or any um, plans in the future to run, to do um, yoga for witches classes? I think there is a huge, exciting uh, potential for that. I have this kind of plan to sort of weave in the wheel of the year. So we could do, you know, a beautiful sort of Samhain practice where we do a little bit of ritual, a little bit of yoga. Um, and I just think it'd be a really nice way to sort of see in the kind of the seasons and work through the wheel of the year with um, yoga and magic and a little bit of witchy goodness. Um, so that is the plan at the moment. I say that I haven't really organised anything yet, but it's in my head. So it'll, you know, I'll get it yeah. down on paper at some point. Yeah, <laughs> it will happen. And you're based in Bristol, aren't you? Uh, I'm very close. I'm in Bath. They're about oh. 10 away from each other. So they're kind of clustered together. And Bath is so tiny as well. It's just like, it's just <laughs> <laughs> So if people are local to Bath, they need to come and check you out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm always, always happy to meet new people. And, you know, I love it when people kind of drop me questions via email as well. Because, you know, people will be, you know, any city in the world is just like, what kind of yoga is nearby? And what, what sort of yoga should I do? Like, I love answering questions to help people sort of get to <laughs> whatever but it's like wherever that is it's always nice to sort of help people on their journey in any way I can so yeah and um you mentioned your website so people can find you at your website Mm -hmm. and are you on you mentioned your Instagram account yoga for witches where else can people find you oh gosh it feels like I'm flipping everywhere online like I've got so many channels So it's sentiayoga.com. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. Um, I'm on. You can do courses with me on Udemy and Skillshare. Meditate with me on Insight Timer app. Um, I think that's it. You see what I mean? I'm keeping up with it. You're everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, just sort of sharing all the platforms. It's a bit like you know. It's kind of like a little kind of spider's web but in like a nice way it's like you follow these little threads and it's just like hey it's me again (laughs) (laughs) all threads lead to sarah (laughs) (laughs) well sarah thank you for talking to us today it's pretty exciting all these things coming up so yeah i'm I'm really looking forward like Like these next nine months or so yeah so um, just along with that in a complete offshoot of the chat here i'm also um moving house as well so it's just you know literally everything you're gonna f- catch up with me in a few months and i'm just gonna be like oh i panic I need <laughs> <laughs> but it's been lovely to speak to you and just uh yeah it's such an honor to be involved with the quiet rebel bureau i love what you guys are doing and your support in the monday morning soul missives and other projects is just it's helping people like me who dream of being writers and <sighs> helping in a very real way. And it's, it's very lovely. Um, yeah. Oh, 
Love you too. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. And thank you everyone for listening. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> Until next time. Bye bye.